Julie. I'm Amy. And it's time to pucker up. Hey. We're in the so home stretch. We are in the home stretch. Hockey is still hockeying. Biscuit is still chewing on her treats. And we are here to talk about what's going on. So how many games, how many games do we have left? Uh hold on. Four. Five. Washington. That can't no. be right. The Caps have one game left. That's not true. We have two against the Rangers, one against two against Philly. And one against Boston. And I don't think there are any more than that. Oh, we're playing 56, not 52. Okay. I'm sorry. I, for some reason, was thinking 52 games. No, I had to do like the quick math because I knew we had two more sets of two and then Boston. But I don't think there's any more than that now that we're done with Pittsburgh. Man, poor Philly. Philly, the Philadelphia Flyers. And I'm sorry to my friends who are Philadelphia Flyers fans. I do like the Philadelphia Flyers. The Philadelphia Flyers are so bad that they're getting beaten by the New Jersey Devils. Currently? Not currently. They played last night and Jersey beat them 4-1. Ooh, I didn't know what the final score on that was. That's, I mean, and the Devils have beaten them a few times now, have they not? Jersey's riding a three-game win streak. (gasps) Oh my God. The New Jersey Devils. Without Cornell Carl. Well, and somebody else. But yeah, we'll talk about that yeah in a it's bad. It's bad. It's rough. But first, since we mentioned Boston, I do want to talk about the Taylor Hall. So Taylor Hall has been scoring since he's been in Boston, and it's possible that that's because he's playing with better players. Um, but he was playing. You think? <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing, and we talked about this somewhere about Taylor Hall, about how the teams that Taylor Hall. So Taylor Hall, first overall draft pick, gets picked by the Oilers. The Oilers fucking suck. And the Oilers have sucked for as long as I've been alive. Pretty much. Like, I can't. No, because. Well, no. Part of their dynasty was probably during. I was going to say, hasn't Gretzky played for the Oilers in the time that I've been alive? Yeah, I think so. One moment, please. Keep talking. I'll look it up. Anyway. Anyway. Not the point. So Taylor Hall was expected to, like, do things. Taylor Hall got traded to New Jersey, where he was expected to, like, be the MVP of the team and like lead the team, you know, and like score goals. And like, yeah, he won the heart trophy while he was there. And then he was like hurt. And then he like did it. And then he got traded to Arizona and they needed him to like lead the team. Cause who was going to like lead the team in Arizona, Phil Kessel now. And then he signs in Buffalo and they need him to like score goals and lead the team because Jack Eichel's injured. Who the fuck else is going to score goals? Jeff Skinner, not on the fourth line. And now he's in Boston. Taylor Hall's like a third liner in Boston. Yeah, pretty Taylor, much. Taylor Hall ain't shit in Boston. Tell me what year you were born. 1985. Um, well, let's see what happened in 1985. So I'm just looking at their, their records all of those years and in 1985 they had a winning record there haven't been many years that they have in the 80s actually mark oh wayne gretzky played for them in 1985 is that 85 86 or that is 85 that's 85 86 because it was 84 85 we did overlap yeah and he played for them (laughs) 84 85 my birthday's in the summer Jesus Christ. He played 80 games for them in the 84-85 season. Would you like to guess how many points he had in 80 games that season? 200. 208. See? I know how shitty the goalies were then. 73 goals and 135 assists. See, that's the thing. Era adjusted. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, geez. Paul Coffey and Mark Messier were also playing for the Oilers in that year. Okay. So the Oilers haven't sucked the entire time I've been alive. Just most pretty much. Anyway. So now Taylor Hall is playing with David Pasternak and Patrice Bergeron and and he doesn't have to be the MVP anymore. But Taylor Hall can unclench his butthole. Yeah, it's it's not a, 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 a so, well, Taylor Hall will save us. And they like draft him or pick him up in free agency and throw a cape on his back and say, dun, 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 it's Taylor Hall. All Taylor Hall has to do in Boston is go out and play hockey. I know. Isn't that Other people are there to be the hero. All Taylor Hall has to do is go play hockey for once. For once. For once. And look, he's playing hockey for once. I mean, he was playing hockey in Buffalo, if you could call uh, it. Like, he scored like two goals the entire season. <laughs> no, three? Well, Something but, horrible you know, like that. You know, um, I can list two players on the Washington Capitals that are not Alexander Ovechkin or Nicholas Backstrom or Tom Wilson or TJ Oshie who have scored more goals than Taylor Hall this season. Daniel Sprong. And? Connor Sherry. Nick Dowd. Really? Yes. Good for Nick. How yeah. Many- is Connor yeah. Sherry? Uh, Connor Sherry might be on that list too. Those were just the two that I knew. Ah. One moment. I feel like Connor Sherry. We are going to look at the Capitals roster. Anyway. The other general news that I want to talk about is kind of a dumb one. Like, look, so- it's hockey. We're going to have dumb news. <laughs> That's all there. <laughs> so the Seattle Kraken, who have been a hockey, officially been a member of the NHL for like two days at this point. Correct. Are being sued by a dive bar in Seattle called the Kraken Lounge or the Kraken Bar or something. Forgotten half of this story already. Because they're planning to put a restaurant in their practice facility called the Kraken. And this dive bar has existed for like 7,000 years. And like, I don't know, man. Money is going to exchange. Oh, yeah, definitely. I I wonder if the, <laughs> Seattle, if the Seattle Kraken don't have all of their legal ducks in a row and this is just something that we're hearing about because it's something to hear about right yeah, now there's no way that this place like wins this lawsuit or that i feel like maybe it doesn't even go mm. like seattle's just gonna the like the, the kraken are gonna be like here's some money yeah because they're gonna do what we want mm-hmm. and you know if you were that little bar wouldn't you get wouldn't you shoot your shot like I mean, I'm sure that's pretty much for them a way to get some money. Yeah, or to like, and or to like get some notoriety, like whatever. I don't know. We should have asked Sarah about the cricket. We should. Well, she is our local tentacle. Our, our tentacle correspondent. We should have asked um, our tentacle correspondent about tentacle things, but we didn't. Oh, so just for shits and giggles, Nick Dowd has nine goals, which is a career high. Uh huh. Um and uh. Daniel Sprong has 11. Connor Sherry has 12. So Connor Sherry does have more than Taylor Mm -hmm. Hall. Hey, Amy. Hey, Julie. What's the message? I don't know. Hey, Gary, what's the fucking message? So there was some weird stuff that happened in this game against Boston. A couple of... Mm -hmm. It's literally like the night after we posted our last... Correct. ...episode or something. There are... 
three things that happened in this game. Taylor Hall of the Boston Bruins, late of the Boston Bruins, Neon of the Boston Taylor Halls of the Boston Taylor Halls of the Boston Brad Marchands, um, <laughs> Neon Knee with Justin Schultz, which took Justin Schultz out almost three weeks. Yeah, several games. He came out. He came back literally last night. Um, we're recording this on May second. Actually. He- Two nights ago. Two nights ago, the, he started, came back on Thursday? Oh, yeah, yeah because was, Carlson was out and Schultz was back. Yep. Mm-hmm. I can't keep him straight. We play the game with the same team too often. I know. Um, well, so that's we, going to happen some more. Just keep losing to the pen. Uh, and, uh, anyway, so there's that hit. Taylor Hall, Diony, Justin Schultz. Just then, the one that everyone was up in arms over on the internet was the Tom Wilson, quote unquote, on sean corrali oh. so what happened here comes julie with her descriptions sean corrali crashing the net sean corrali actually gets tripped by Don- by john carlson correct and sean corrali is falling now tom wilson runs into sean corrali as he is falling as he is falling so it's an unfortunate circumstance but tom wilson is not throwing a hit Tom Wilson is trying to play hawk. Nor is he taking advantage of a defenseless player. The problem here and the penalty here is that John Carlson tripped Sean Corrali and put him in a vulnerable vulnerable <laughs> position. Damn, talking. Well, you know. That, you know, everybody is coming to that spot right in front of the net and i don't i honestly don't think tom wilson was coming in to make it hit as much as he was coming in because that's where the puck was Mm -hmm. anyway so this quote-unquote hit that tom wilson laid on sean corrali now there was a bad hit in that game and yes there was it went undisciplined yes it did well it got disciplined during the game it went without supplemental discipline he got ejected from the game i believe yeah he got a he got a he got a yeah game misconduct and uh thrown out of the game however i do believe it should have gotten supplemental. yeah based on what we've seen elsewhere because although we can't always base everything on what we see elsewhere because nothing is consistent if you are looking at which you should be able to, which you can't, because the NHL is fake. Garnet Hathaway boarded. I mean, just I don't know. Well, would you call it boarding or would you call it charging? A little I bit of both. Boarding. I think a, a lot of it was, you know, right in the numbers into the boards. That's, I mean, From that's a, pretty much your classic boarding definition. Hit him hard into the board. Made the man bleed, I believe. Yes. And um got ejected from the game but there was no supplemental discipline and i honestly don't like that like, no especially because and and i well there was some amount of injury because there was blood on the ice so much blood however there was no like that whoever he hit i can't remember now came back and played if i remember correctly to norty oh Tenorti. there you go and i think that's part of it like i don't and i don't think that's necessarily the way to be consistent like the only semi-consistent thing that I'm seeing from the Department of Player Safety since Thomas like must be punished. Well, that and did you injure somebody? Well, maybe then we'll do something about it. Except for in this case where Hathaway got no supplemental. Dis- See, there's not even consistency there. You're lying, right? To but he but he came back and played. He That's wasn't true. like knocked out of the game. 
That's one other one that I want to talk about because I think people are just like people are just just honestly fucking reaching and they want there to be drama and they want there to be like because it's Tom Wilson. Of course it is. Last night, um, Tom Wilson got two minutes for cross-checking Teddy Bluger. Oh, for crying out loud. And, um, Spurt's feeling bad. And like, here's the thing. It was cross-checking, like sort of, but yeah. it kind of more looked like, like, yes, there was a cross-check involved, but you know how kind of in hockey where you can like cross-check a guy a certain number of times before you go to jail for it? Mm-hmm. Tom got knocked over Samsonov and Bluger and like it was like a big CF and people are saying like Tom like I don't this is almost as bad as the they plotted in the locker room to hit Sidney Crosby in the head that also I tied that back when we were talking about the um the um Tom Wilson hit Hit, hit quote unquote on Sean Corrale. This is what I tied that back to because that was also an act and like a confluence of things that went wrong. Yeah, all right in front of the net. Yeah, because people are like, "Oh, Matt Niskanen did this and he did it on purpose." Here's the thing, though, on that hit as well is Sid was already fallen, and what Niskanen did would not have hurt Sid if Sid hadn't been going. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> um, Sid going down. So anyway, everyone's like mad because Tom Wilson is like, oh, well, he's d- sure fight the little guy. Um, the little guy like Pick really tried to fight Brendan Dillon, who is Tom Wilson's side, and yeah. got clocked, my friend. So don't act like he's not like. I'm sorry, like don't woobify this fucking hockey player just because he's well and not to mention these people weren't like oh brendan dylan's beating up on little teddy bluger no it's tom wilson yeah exactly and here's the thing you know what else i love hearing lately that i've seen a little bit in my like locked on group chat you know Ovi's a free agent at the end of the season like people are gonna be picking him up with what money? Right. The only team that's going to have money is Seattle. Well, and- and here's the thing. Like, I was talking about this a little bit on, on my other podcast and a little bit in our locker room chats. Like, Tarek El-Bashir had a great article in The Athletic where he talked about, like, what the possibilities for Ovi's contract renewal were. And one of the things he mentioned was that one of the things that might happen is they might put off re-signing him until after the expansion draft because if they re-sign him he will have a no movement clause of some sort in his contract that's pretty much a foregone and if conclusion. they don't and they, they don't they can protect somebody else too like and he like, actually he actually cited the fact that that's exactly what they did with tj oshi during the vegas draft i feel like a, Obi's not going to go sign with Seattle. As a- no. And they're, um, the only, like, like, they're the only ones that can back up the Briggs truck to a minute. And I feel like Obi, the only teams that would even maybe be appealing to him would be the ones that are near my... Mm-hmm. Um, so... Tampa Bay. <laughs> Tampa Bay know, ain't got no fucking money. Right, but Tampa Bay is like the king team of with what? like they not even figure shit out not even tampa bay not even tampa bay could pull this and i don't think he'd go play for florida because i don't think he'd play for coach q i don't think he would either i don't think that i don't think that would be like personality 
And then, but I, I was thinking about this. If this he whole, doesn't resign with the Capitals, I don't. Think I think you're right, but I don't think he doesn't resign either. No, I, I mean, think, I think what's most likely to happen is he signs a four year contract that that puts his up along with alongside back and then they decide together if they want to continue i mean that's a very pollyanna way to look at things and not a hockey is a business way to look at things but that's so fucking romantic i know that's what i choose to believe i choose romance every day someone on twitter finds out that hockey rpf exists and every day i'm like hello yeah welcome we've we've been here for a while we are aware low lights as we alluded to previously, um, there's a couple of cases of COVID on uh, the New Jersey Devils. Pernell Carl had COVID, but also my hockey boyfriend. I know. Had co- has. He's still on the list. I mean, so is Pernell Carl, but PK Pernell actually. Carl's just chugging Red Bulls and being like, I got the wrong. PK actually was working out at the Devils facility. Is that in accordance with COVID protocols? I mean, I don't fucking know, dude. He was there. He was working it out. Like, it seems like it wouldn't be, but hey, was, you know was, what? It was definitely the weight room at RWJ Barnabas. So Yipe. I'm familiar with their work. I'm sure you are. Following the Devils. Since the last time. Since the last time the Washington Capitals fucking betrayed me. My other low light is that uh, Russian machine sometimes breaks. He's a little broken. A little broken. Just, just smidgen. Ovi, Ovi has a, a lower body injury. And I don't know if you saw Fatu tweeted something like right after he was out the first game. And she's like, has anybody considered possibly providing Ovi with a third leg? And I was like, has anybody considered that he might already have one? I know. <laughs> Mostly because. And she's like, you're right. A lot of spandex and it was pierced. At one point, I'm sure. No, that's the kind of thing you grow out of, right? I'm, I don't know. When you're 35 and a father of two. Right, but uh, this is over. <laughs> I mean, one might have thought that he might have grown out of my neck, my back, my pussy, and my crack when he was, when he was 33, 32? Uh, 30, no. Yeah, 32. Listen. <laughs> You never really grow out of Kia. I mean, yeah. You just choose to accept it. I mean, even his mother was dancing to it. Just vibes. Just vibes. Um, yeah, with Dmitry Orlov. Yeah, Ovi intervened on that real quick, though. He was like, no, no, wait, wait. <laughs> Dima started backing it up to Tatiana. And Ovi was like, hold up. <laughs> Too much. Oh um, I, I do have one highlight. Um, And that highlight. It is a very good highlight. Our son, Jack Bob, he's he's flown the flown from the nest, and they grow up so fast, flourishing in Detroit, thriving in of all places, Detroit, Detroit. Um, he uh got himself a dick trick. He did. What if it had actually been a dick trick? What if he went there? Only Joe Thornton has the balls to go there. Let's be I mean, true. But he did have a four goal game and it was like four different kinds of goals. Like one was a backhand. One was a like slap shot. One was a, like they were all different. He was he was varied in his skill and technique and it was wonderful. It's almost like he's a good hockey player. You know, 
I really think that like, and I saw somebody tweet last night, and I think I mentioned this on our locker room chat last night, that like, well, it looks like Anthony Mantha has worn out his welcome. And it's like, well, yeah, has he? Like, I really think that he has been here like 30 seconds. Please calm the fuck down. Exactly. Like he's not going to score a goal every night. Ovi doesn't score a goal every night. Of course, everybody thinks it because he's not doing that. It's the end of the fucking world too. But hockey sweaters exhaust. They are. I think that we very much traded two similar players who were in two similar situations to places where they wouldn't be in those situations anymore. They needed to to see some new place. Yes. And, and I also think that Anthony Mantini kind of fits the, for lack of a better word, aesthetic of the Capitals, which is big guy, strong guy, can skate good, can score goal. I miss the honesty and dollar. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Olympic rules in this shootout, boys. Order of shooters is me, 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 and then me again. I'm fucking TJ Yoshi. Even Dylight. I only have Speaking one. big guy, strong guy. Speaking of big guy, strong guy, Ovi. Ovi loves us. Ovi loves us so much. Is and, it um, Ovi or is it Nastya? Well, Nastya really understands what the people and what the people want from her Instagram are babies and Ovi without a shirt on. Yeah, Julie forgot that Ovi had tramp stamps. I... Listen, Amy, Ovi's (laughs) tramp stamps are too much for my brain to handle. Every time I see them, as soon as I cannot see them, I forget they exist. Until they were tramp stamps on a tramp. And that is for my own protection. Well, you know. It is in my blockout trauma. It is in my best interest to never remember that Ovi has tramp stamps. (laughs) Unless I am directly looking at them. And then I'm like, oh, right. I love this. <laughs> and then I immediately forget. <laughs> so I am delighted anew every time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, one of the stupidest things my brain provides me. Before we get into listener questions, I have, I have a question. Actually, I have a question for you. Yes, ma'am. Why is it so important the Washington Capitals select a number one goal? Well, why can we not simply have two goalies of relatively equal skill and talent playing together as a tandem? Let me briefly quote to you. Explain. From, from Fiddler on the Roof. Oh, God. But other than that, there's really not a reason. Like, the reason that people are looking for this is because this is what people have been trained to look for. Like, there's always a starting goalie. Who's the starter? Who's number one? Like, and it's, I, and I'm a little bit guilty of this too. On my other podcast, I have been talking a lot. Of, I've been doing a lot of comparisons between the two goalies. But what I found and what our, our people over at Russian Machine have also found is they are very, very, very similar goalies in terms of their statistics. Now, I will say, that one of these two goalies was the all-star MVP the last time he played in the AHL all-star game. 
And the other uh, one was in an ATV accident and didn't tell the team. Well, yes. And and the same one that was the MVP currently has the most wins by a current rookie goaltender in the NHL. I love that for him. He is my son. Um, And the other one doesn't because he had He's... the Rona. Well, the other one doesn't because he is he still technically a rookie. I mean, well, maybe not. Like, was last season not his rookie season? I guess last season was his rookie season. Although, does it count if it's not a full season? Who knows? More games than we've played this season. That's true. But I say all that, and and I say all that to say that the MVP most rookie wins currently in the NHL also has a bigger percentage of games played and a better save percentage than the other one. However, but... He didn't have coronavirus. Correct. So, I mean, the save percentage is a save percentage. Doesn't oh. it's a per- doesn't matter. But yes, number of games played. That's a big deal. But I think it says something that a rookie could step in and do as well as he did. And you know, people point to Jordan Winnington and Matt Murray. And please, please don't. I know. I don't want to put him in that club. Don't disrespect Vitek Vanacek by. By putting him in the same sentence as Jordan Bennington, who is trash. But but I think that's where a lot of this comes from, where, you know, both of both the peng- that year's Penguins and that year's Blues had a quote unquote starting goalie that was, I don't know what a good word for it is, usurped by this young rookie who led them to success. Again, this is what people have been conditioned to see, like a starter and a backup. I don't think to your original question, that there's anything wrong with running a tandem through the playoffs. They've been doing it this whole season. Except LaViolette keeps saying, yeah, yeah, we're going to, we're going to have to do it. But he doesn't actually, he, he was asked about it and he was like, I don't see it as a competition. He keeps talking about it because people keep asking him about it. Ah. And he keeps saying, yeah, we're going to have to pick one because people keep asking him, aren't you going to have to pick one? But in the same breath, he said, and I have the quote written down elsewhere, but he said, I don't think of this as a competition. He said, I don't, we have, we, we have two goalies that are a part of the same team. And I'm paraphrasing here, but the example he used was we have two power plays. We play one and then we play the other. We don't say that one is better than the other. And we don't keep track of which one does better. They're both part of the team. The mm. goalies are like that too. Do we not keep track of which power play unit I mean, is better? We do, but. Are you lying to yourself, Lavi? Because. Right, but I can see the point he was trying to. Yeah, well. I mean, he's a hockey coach. He can only go so far. I just. Like, listen. But he said he 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 isn't, again, keeping the tandem the way that it is. Yeah, like, personal preference aside, obviously, like, I would prefer Vanishek just as, like, a, a more stable personality, someone who's more trustworthy, obviously, because he didn't get in an ATV accident and lied to the team about it. But, you know, Samsonov is good, too. I mean, like, neither yeah, of them as they much. They have pretty much the exact same amount of skill, and they have definitely the exact same amount of playoff experience which is zero both of them have failure yes both of them have things that they need to work on um and that's i mean i'm sure true of every goalie right except Braden holtby who is perfect i mean he wasn't perfect but he was is he dead now no but he's no longer a capital he's not dead he's just in vancouver which you know being in vancouver (laughs) could have been dead was a little touch and go there for a while, maybe. 
yeah um but sorry. yeah i just sorry I, think, I made a joke about that no well you know it's you do what you can um, there was something else I wanted to mention in terms of just general hockey that I was thinking of while we were talking about something else. And now it has escaped me. So us forget something? Surely yeah, not. If it was important, I'd remember it. I might still remember it if we keep talking. We have lots of listener questions. I mean, we don't. We just have one bit that got out of hand. I mean, that's true. Uh, listener questions from Elizabeth. If you could swap Carlson for one of his boys, which would you pick? Do I have to? And then she said, right now, Sawyer could do better than he is, and he could barely hold his head up on his own. I mean, that's what I'm saying. And then for those of you who are not aware of John Carlson's children, Sawyer is about five months old. And they are all three boys and they are all three demons. Like, I'm not going to give Sawyer the benefit of the doubt because he's in a home with those other two demons. I'm sure that he will hold his own once he um, is able to hold his own head up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my. Well, and I saw so many people on Twitter last night, like, this is why we need Carlson back. And I'm like, Carlson would not have done any better. Dude, than Dima what was did last night. Dima was hot garbage last night, though. But like, that's Dima. Yep, little girl with the little curl, fifty percent off. I did tweet fifty percent off Dima furniture last night at one point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, know if you saw that, but I did. I was like, oh, it's that kind of game. Yeah, well, it was not good. I would prefer to forget it, and I can't because tomorrow I'm going to have to talk about it in detail. Uh, but, yeah. Um, then from also from Elizabeth, who on the caps is the best snooper, who would be able to get all of the information starting with amount, and who is also the worst snooper? Okay, Ovi is definitely the worst snooper. Uh, I was going to say Samsona. I mean, he's the young worst snooper. Ovi is the dad. And the best snooper is Zidane Ochara. But but he wouldn't do it. You're right. You know who would, though, and who would be good at it? Evgeny Kuznetsov? Yes, ma'am. That's exactly right. Evgeny Kuznetsov knows everyone's business. Oh, I'm sure he does. I'm also sure he's probably not good at keeping it to himself. No, I think he's sly. I think he, I think he's not above blackmail. Well, then that's probably true. I have this, I have this version of Yevgeny Kuznetsov in my head that's probably a lot more unsavory than the real Yevgeny Kuznetsov. However, and then our our last real question before we really go down a rabbit hole <laughs> um, from Micah. Uh, who the fuck is winning the cup this trash? Anyone but the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Um, I think it'll probably, um, I would probably the Adelaide. I would be happy with that. I would be happy um, with anyone. I have watched Las Vegas Golden Knights. I don't think, I don't think it'll be them. Um, I've watched a couple of Avs games when they've played the wild i would love for it to be the wild i don't think it'll be the caps i would love for it to be the wild because jojo but uh i think the abs are the most like but what about the parades that they're planning in toronto julie toronto's not gonna win shit the north division like okay so i did tweet that because a bunch of teams had clinched in the western division and a bunch of teams had clinched in the central division no one had clinched like and there were two weeks in between my bad before anyone clinched in north or the east and i said it's because these two divisions are more competitive however i do not mean to say 
that the North Division is a stronger division necessarily than um, the the uh, particularly the Western Division. But to say that teams are more even matched there's more parity there yes and so there's not as much spread of points the way there is in west or the central between like here are the good teams and here are the bad teams Mm -hmm. um although in in it's just i mean there are but it's like there are so many points here are the good teams and here are the bad teams, and then there's like i don't know but like in the Eastern Division, it's like here are the five good teams, and then here are like three shitties who are nowhere. Right, and there are like six points to separate the five good teams yes. instead of like there are 15. like there's one point between the top three in yeah. the in the Eastern Division. But and the thing is, there though, like they're good. Te- there's not a single decent goalie in the North. My apologies to Brayden Holt. I mean, it's true. Let him play often enough, so. It, it listen he's had a rough season up there but also in fairness to him what is in front of him yeah exactly and he's always 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 benefited from playing more often and when you play him every 10 11 games or so then what all right tweet came up so, <laughs> so we've played fuck mary kill before we have but this this is coach analyst or real estate mm-hmm and I cannot remember, somebody came up with this on Twitter. I'm going to try and find the original t- so that I can... Uh... Yeah, I can't remember who did either. I just found it and I was like, this looks good. Um, it was Flowin Byram on uh, Twitter came up with this uh, this uh, concept vari- variation of Fuck, Mary Kill. And to kick it off, we're going to start with the one that Lindsay submitted, which is a cat trade mistake i think version which is philip forsberg andre verkovsky jacob Vrana. so just for clarification this is their post-career track either coach and do they become a coach do they become an analyst or they become a realist i think forsberg becomes the analyst Vrana becomes the coach and Burkowski becomes the real estate agent. I think Burkowski's too stupid to become a real estate agent. I don't think it takes a whole lot of smarts to become a real estate agent. Listen, I said what I said. All right. And you apologize to Zidane Ochara and Eddie Lack right now. Okay. Well, they're both smart guys. Eddie but... Lack and Zidane Ochara hereby were disqualified from um, being added to any of this game at any point. On account of both of them have real estate agent licenses. <laughs> um, they submitted Crosby, Malkin, and Ovechkin. I think Ovechkin would be an incredible analyst. Crosby would coach. Malkin would be the real estate agent. <sighs> I actually can't see Malkin doing any of this. I was going to say that Crosby would be the real estate agent. But you're right. <laughs> yeah, but Crosby's going to coach. Because Crosby knows how good Crosby is. And Crosby isn't afraid to tell you how good he is at what he does, and therefore he's going to be a coach. God, I hate Sidney Crosby. They also submitted Carlson, <laughs> Carlson, Carlson. So this is Eric, <laughs> Eric Carlson, William Carlson, and John Carlson. Now, for me, I want the analyst to be Eric Carlson. I was thinking the same thing, so <laughs> keep going. Because that's what I want on my TV when I watch Exactly, hockey. of those three? Yes, please. Uh, 
uh i feel like john carlson would be a coach and i think he would suck at it but i, I think he would be like a todd reardon style coach yes but i d- i also don't think that william carlson would be a real i mean he's got a face for marketing <laughs> <laughs> my submitted nicholas nick nick so that's nicholas backstrom nick jensen and nick dow correct um i think uh nick dowd would be an excellent Mm-hmm. He's certainly he certainly got the, his podcast. Certainly got the personality for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Jensen, I think, would be a coach, and Nicholas Backstrom would be a real estate agent. That sounds right. Although, like, because I can't, I can't imagine Nick coaching. Yeah, no, Nick is too like no, Nick is too emotional to be a coach. Nick Backstrom. I'm sorry, Nick Backstrom. Yeah, no. Although he does seem like he's a great like dad so maybe if he were coaching like little kids <gasps> peewee coach nicholas backstrom and so then maybe nick jensen maybe that could work they also submitted uh she said jonathan quick or philip grubauer henrik lundquist and tuka rask we're gonna go with jonathan quick because we've got grubauer in a different ah uh, so oh yeah you're right quick obviously you take um hank as the hank analyst as your analyst yes um and i wouldn't be surprised if that actually happens by the way you have to make you have to hope that jonathan quick doesn't go into coach oh dear god no not with that temper Mm-mm. i mean he might belong in the mike babcock school of coaching not not that don't i mean like don't saddle poor jonathan quick with that hopefully he's not an abuser um Although Tuka Rask did threaten someone with a skate blade one time. He That's wasn't actually true. threatening anyone with it. He was just, no, he look was at my Harry skate Potter. blade! He was Harry Potter waving it around like a wand. Yeah. Um, JG, McDavid, I assume this is Dylan Strom and not Ryan Strom, mm-hmm. and Mitch Marner. Um, okay, McDavid would have to be the real estate agent, right? I don't know anything about Dylan Strom. Me neither, but I would say Mitch Barner would probably be the better analyst. Mitch, which Mitch would be a hell of an analyst. Mitch would be fun. Yeah. So let's just say Dylan Strom's a coach because McDavid would have to be the real estate agent. Okay, but if Crosby's a coach, why not McDavid? Because McDavid isn't all about McDavid. Like I, he strikes me as the kind of guy that once his career is over, his career is over, and he does something else. Whereas Sidney Crosby is just. Hawk. And I think that might be the age gap too, but do you think when Nick David gets older, he's like what? I guess I mean he could be he could be a coach. I just again I don't know enough about him. And he doesn't seem like I mean, he seems like a hockey robot a lot of times, but not like a Sid Crosby hockey robot, if that makes any sense. And again, I think it might be the age difference, but that's how I see it. I really don't. Um from Renee. Grubauer, Vanacek, Carter. Carter Hot. Oh, goodness. Um, Groovy would make a good coach. Vanacek would make a beautiful analyst. I do not think his English is very good. No, his English is not very good. Carter Hart's not bad looking either. I don't know what Carter Hart looks like. I've never seen this child in my life. Really? You should Google him once. He's not bad looking. He's a baby, but he's not bad looking. They has submitted the kachucks and the stalls oh god now i have to remember all of the kachucks and all of the stalls well there's keith and, and are there are there matthew and brady and brady's got a face for radio yeah so i mean keith would be the coach right yeah matthew could be an analyst a la i don't know jeremy ronick kind of has that yeah. douchebag energy not i mean like yeah like douchebag like alan may like douchebag energy yeah exactly sorry alan may 
I don't have a problem with you, really. You just kind of have, like, dick in Hockey player energy. I mean, there is that. Um, The stalls, I assume, are Eric, Mark, and... Jordan? Shit. Jordan. That's the only one I could ever remember is Jordan. There's a fourth one named Jared. Oh, my. Uh, Mark is the old one? Yeah, you guys are making us use our brain. You know we don't prepare for these. Jordan's the best looking one. Well, then he's the animal. That's all I got for you. And then, yeah, I don't know enough about the... Is Jordan the one that was briefly on Carolina that made me go, oh, yeah, there's a Carolina dude here for you? Uh, Jordan is still on Carolina. Okay. Jordan is still on Carolina. Eric's the one Eric's the one that got swapped with JoJo to Buffalo. Oh. And now he plays in Montreal. Oh. I don't know. I don't either. I don't keep track of the brothers. And I don't even know if Mark's. I don't think he, he played does. with the Rangers. Yeah, I think you're right. That's where I know him from. But then he got traded. I don't know if he still plays. Ah, this list keeps. Why going. are you no. asking? It does. It's so, like it got out of hand. Okay. Um, Sheena, uh, Tom Wilson, T.J. Oshie, and Garnet Hathaway. Um, I think T.J. T.J. is the coach because it's it's the family. Um, yeah, Coach Osh. And listen, Tom Wilson is beautiful. I think he would be a. T- terrible yeah i think garnet hathaway actually would make a much better analyst than tom um i i think tom could sell some real estate though yeah um garnet hathaway you put garnet hathaway behind the desk with nick dowd they had their podcast there you go that would be like would joe b and craig lachlan retire oh my god and then you could still get <laughs> lobster, you could still get lobster roll ingredients on the air too that excited me so much because I remember like two weeks ago when, or like a month ago or whatever, when Craig was like, can we get lobster rolls? <laughs> <laughs> and the lobster rolls showed up. Well, all of the ingredients for lobster rolls well, showed listen, up. Listen, send lobster rolls to my house. I mean, you can. They gave you the name of the company. Okay. Don't get it twisted. Pay for- okay. Well, I don't have Craig Lockin money. Your birthday's coming up. It is not. It's not not coming up. Okay, but it's like, that's only really three months away, isn't it? Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway, from JG, penalty box idiot. <laughs> Garnet Hathaway, Brady Kachuk, Pat Maroon. Once again, I'm telling you, Brady Kachuk, got a face for radio, my dude. Pat Maroon is chubby but effective. I don't know. Like, none of these people are fit to coach children. Hathaway, maybe. I think in this case, you have to make Hathaway the coach because he's the only one I would trust with my children. All right, but then who do you make the analyst? maroon okay and brady gets to sell real estate uh i'm so i'm sorry to this kid but he looks like that i'm sorry he does i shouldn't insult the way people look like it's not like i'm beautiful but damn mm-hmm. um renee submitted ryan graves gabriel landeskog and nico rantanen i don't know enough about these men except for gabriel landeskog who should probably be the analyst because he's pretty so is ryan graves ryan graves is the one with the long hair oh he's the one with the band bun yes i Right, but I don't think he might be smart enough to be an analyst. Listen, I mean, he is... looks pretty but dumb. Okay, Gabe is also dumb. Let's get, <laughs> like, these are all hockey players. Let's be real. I know, but um, there are degrees of dumb. Like, Landis Gog is hockey smart, at least. Um, I, I, I genuinely, I don't know anything about Graves or Rantanen, honestly. You know I mean, what? I, can, like, like, I, I know what they look like. like. The, the Mighty Ducks coach on the new Mighty Ducks show so we can make him the coach and Miko can sell real estate. Okay, first of all, you're insulting Dylan Playfair and I don't like it. Okay. Dylan Playfair has coach pedigree. His dad works for the Oilers. I think so. Maybe it's Calgary. Somewhere in Canada. Da, da, da. It is in Canada. I'm Googling it. I figured. Yeah. 
Oh, Oilers, I was right the first time. Uh, from JG for Julie. It's the Julie Trio. Johansson, Zuccarello, Zabanajad. This is tough. Um, you know, I think JoJo might be the analyst of the three. Ah, uh, um, he's the most well spoken of the three. I mean, Zabanajad is not bad. Zabanajad, listen. Right, but he's not. Like Zabanajad gets his real estate license for fun in between. There you go. Yeah, I think I think JoJo does the does the analyst piece, and and Zook he coaches kids. I was gonna say I was gonna because they're tiny like you. I saw him last (laughs) night. I saw like video of him jumping into uh, some big boy. It wasn't the Felino. It was um, Hardman. No, it was Bustad. Bustad. Oh, okay. I was. I was like, shut up, stop talking. It was a blonde guy. <laughs> I was. I was in my mental catalog of blonde wild players. Um, and he was so little. I love him. Pocket size. Um, from Renee Miro Haskinen, uh, John Klingberg, or Asa Lindell. Uh, Miro. I mean, Klinger might be a fun analyst. I think Miro would be the coach. I don't think it's a good idea to let Lindell coach children. <laughs> I always think it's funny when I'm watching Dallas games to hear the name Lindell every once in a while because, as <laughs> you know, I have a cousin named Lindell. She doesn't spell it like that. She spells it with a Y and not an I. Okay. But, but I would just, he dives so much. Um, What's really funny is like maybe four or five seasons ago when they were in the playoffs doing something, like being nationally televised, I got a text from Lindell saying, why did you not tell me there was somebody in the National Hockey League named Lindell? Because I didn't think about it. Because you think about the Dallas Stars so often, right? Right. Well, especially back then, like much more so now, but. Um, I'm just going to read this one. We can't actually, like there's like, from my Crosby's ass, Marshawn's cowardice, Malkin's temper. Uh, That's just a recipe for Horrible, horrible. <laughs> end of time. Crosby's ass is the analyst. Malkin's temper goes into real estate, and Marchand's cowardice goes into coaching. Listen, it's just inappropriate for Crosby's ass to be a coach. Um, from JG, the Cryptid Crew: Elias Patterson, Nicholas Backstrom, Jonathan Taves. Taves is a coach. You think so? I think Taves would be like a great analyst. Oh yeah, I guess so. He just is. He seems so boring. Like he's not a good talker. He looks good, but have you seen interviews with him? I I would like to watch Elias Pettersson try on <laughs> teeth, but I still think Backstrom is the coach. Um, from JG Colton Pareko, who has a business degree. This has got a theme. Jack Johnson, who has a literature degree, or Zach Aston Reese, who has a graphic art. Well, the lit degree goes into coaching, right? Because does it? sure you tell me the business degree goes into real estate the lit degree goes into coaching because a lit degree can transfer to anything and the graphic arts degree goes towards being an analyst because that's more of a performative type thing you tell me about where the lit degree goes amy i know the lit degree goes to an insurance company or a software company or it doesn't fucking matter it doesn't matter we just go wherever we can get jobs (laughs) i don't work for a software company anymore (laughs) i do um from elizabeth and this is the last one aren't you glad brooks like mike green 
Carl Olsen. I will Elizabeth ever get over the Young Guns era of the Capitals is my question. No, she loves Mike Green. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Carl Olsen is already an analyst. That's true. Mike Green should be the coat. Brooks Light should go away. Face of the earth. <laughs> like, here's the thing. Brooks Light so desperately wants to be the analyst. No. I don't want to give it to him. I want him to leave me alone. I want him here. I want to, if I, like, I want to never hear the name Brooks Like again. I mean, it's, it's bad for me that every time, well, not every time, but once in a while when I see Garnet Hathaway on the ice, I'm like, is that? No that's garnet hathaway i wish i could remember whose number i saw the other day and i was like wait a second and i just i had to like really think about it and i was like i shouldn't have to think this hard was it connor sherry was it 97 dude amy if i remembered who it was i'd fucking tell you don't ask i was telling somebody the other night that like i'm worse with numbers since we haven't been back in the arena because you tend to not even on tv i think as much pay attention to the numbers as you do when you're in the arena and you're far away and you can't read names and you well, yeah. up. because on tv joe and craig are there telling you who the people are the whole time yeah and in the arena you got to figure it out for yourself that's right well and you get used to it like you know which numbers go with which and all that other fun stuff meanwhile now half the time i'm like i don't know who the fuck yeah, pretty much did you look up carter hart you have to look at carter hart for science for the part for the podcast for yeah. carter hart Amy, I wish I could. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, next time we record, we will, I think, be in the playoffs. Allegedly. Alleged. Well, if we record, well, no. we don't know because they haven't given a start date for the playoffs yet. Well, it and should. If we do it two weeks from tonight, the playoffs won't be started yet because we the North won't be will done yet. be done with the regular. All right. That is accurate. In the meantime, you can message us on Twitter at pucker up podcast you can email us at pucker up pod at gmail.com you can visit our website at pucker where you can join our discord you can also join our patreon at pucker up or patreon.com slash pucker up podcast um any money that goes toward our patreon goes toward uh keeping our soundcloud up and running and paying for our website if you ever wondered where that money goes to if you like what you hear drop us a review on itunes a comment on soundcloud whatever you feel like doing and again as always thank you for listening bye